0: On um, greater news today. <laughs> just, just playing. Um, I wanted to include that little bit, little skit, uh, just to uh, just make things a little funny. Forgive me for my hair being undone. I, I know I look like a complete mess. I plan on getting a cut soon, but earlier today I had watched a rather shocking video, um, titled "Full Interview." Dr. Jordan Peterson sits down with Piers Morgan. Uh, if you don't know who Piers Morgan is, that's an Australian talk show host or news anchor person that basically um, talks about various topics. And some of the topics that have got my attention, he's talking about basically he, he believes that he knows there's only two genders there's only two, um, make sure my mic is on, there's only two sexes. Um, people try to say, well, you can have two sexes, but there's multiple genders, there's like an infinite number. And he asked, well, how many? And one person responded to him that, no, there's, uh, there's infinite number and number. And he said, no, there's only, there's only two. Um, basically, all the people like from Ben Shapiro to Matt Walsh to Jordan Peterson, who I will explain in a little bit, to even Pierce Morgan himself say that whenever leftists try to explain themselves, they're just not able to, simply because um they, they get mad and irritated quickly because they can't come up with logical reasoning explanations for their beliefs, like saying there's an infinite number or, or many n- number of genders, and you ask how many, give me a number, They they then they'll say it's infinite because they can't really give you a number. And they might say 147, I think I saw that number somewhere. But they say that because they don't know how many, and they're falsely making up genders, just to fit their agenda. It it's, it's just like in for those those of you who don't know, the leftness the left leftists they have this this big thing with wokeness is it happens in Hollywood. They're trying to promote propaganda and it, it's all about money, really. You know, when, when down in a nutshell at the end of the day it comes it's all about money. They want to control the masses by making them think that they can be anything they want to be, based just on how they feel. And uh, you know, people like Ben Chappelle have said, you know, this is just a narcissistic viewpoint. Even um, just just to go by how you feel and expect everybody else to identify you based on how you feel. If you if you're a man that feels like he should be a woman, then you have to address that. Man, as now she or they or whole instead of he, which because, because you know, his so called biolog- biological sex is male, um, just that's that's just an example, and even you know, doing the whole interview with Dr. Jordan Peterson, he talks about compassionate narcissists, and and uh, and that you know. Fascists a long time ago used to be more upfront about canceling you or keeping you from speaking to the public. You know, like during the whole Hitler's reign, if any of the Jews or any of the uh, Germans or anybody were to try to reach allies like the US and try to expose the Nazis in their plan, they would kill them, and their families, or do something else to threaten them to keep them from speaking. Um, you know, fascist like that, and the more upfront about it. So it says, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Uh, I'm looking at my notes here. Also, he talks about cancel culture, which is basically, you know, they cancel show or production, but they do so with kindness, with compassionate kindness all these ads about be kind and what that is is they're killing you with kindness they're they're, they're saying like you know um, you can say what you want to say but you have to say it in a more acceptable tone and maybe you shouldn't say things so aggressively maybe you should change your wording even Matt Walsh put up with this when, uh, when he was using just regular words that a person with common sense would typically use and I forgot what the actual addiction was—the word world choice. But um, she's saying that the, the psychiatrist he was talking to said I wouldn't use that word. That's an aggressive word. That that world is you. Know, that's an assaulting word. It's a word that he's apparently assaulting somebody with. Um, and he was talking about you know Santa Claus is not real, you know. And, and then she psychiatrist responding, well he's real to them. And what Matt was saying, well, but he's not real. You know, um, and the psychiatrist was considered abusive because you're trying to promote against the child's beliefs. You're trying to assault that child's beliefs, basically, by by assaulting their beliefs, you're abusing them. Apparently, if you try to tell somebody their appropriate sex, let's say, you know, I'm, I'm talking to a boy and he believe, he's been told that he's a girl. And you know he likes pink he should be a girl and he should change his gender apparently if you do that you're attacking them if you try to keep them from doing a sex change if you if you try to talk common sense if you try to say well you're a boy it's okay if you want to wear pink as a boy but you're a boy and you address you know the boy as him a whole i'm sorry him or he or he or him those are his actual pronouns that's attacking him. That's abuse. I Actually, when I was walking at a SB Plus uh, a company, you know, do, doing – I was a lot attendant. There was a particular employee. She was a girl, and she told me that um, her name was Chico. And I said, why is your name Chico? And she said, because I want to be a boy. I'm actually thinking about going through the whole transition. And, um, you know, Chico is Spanish for boy. So I wanted to tell her not to go through with it. You know, those are not just my personal beliefs. It has nothing to do with beliefs. It's just common sense. Why would you want to become a boy? Because she was fine as a girl. Like, she was fine as herself. There was nothing uh, wrong with her. And Anyway There was nothing wrong with this this young woman She was like at least 18 or 19 I guess But You know I liked her I, I thought she was cute But also she had a nice personality You know I wasn't trying to Float with her You know Not that that's important But uh I was just shocked That she wanted to change her gender And and you know that you know that entails hormonal transplants, uh, uh, routine uh, hormone infusions, or whatever. I don't know how they do it with pills or injection or whatever. I don't know how they administer that. But she would have to have routine routine uh, administrations of testosterone. You know, androgen, the male, the male hormone. Just to have anything like facial hair or any male characteristics, she would also have to amputate her breast, meaning that they would have to put her to sleep and cut, you know, cut a breast off, so just so, surgically remove them. So I don't get it. I mean, she already had short hair. To me, that's enough if you choose to have short hair or go bald and then not have makeup on, that's enough, but you shouldn't go through surgery. I mean, that can have psychological effects. And people like, you know, Matt Walsh have talked about this in his document, document documentary series called What is a Woman? That's available on Daily Plus. You know, you should check it out. I, I advise it. I saw the movie and I was just taken aback by a lot of the things that people do, how extreme people go. Like the psychiatrist Matt had talked to about, well, you, 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 when you talk to a child, you should tell them the truth, you know, Those, you know, and, and, and the psychiatrist is saying, well, his truth. And Ben Shapiro, on one of his interviews with uh, Piers Morgan, the Australian talk show host or uh, news anchor whoever he is it, it's, it looks like a talk show sorry it's just you know you're sitting down he's at a desk and whatever but anyway when Ben Shapiro was on his show he talked about well there is no personal truth there is no his truth my truth your truth there's just the truth and that that involves you know really common sense and, and so what I want to talk about today was just how leftists affect people um, as, Post Milgram, as, as Piers Morgan is interviewing Dr. Jordan Peterson, they're going through d- different topics, anything from the leftist ideology on uh, gender, wokeness, you hear that in there, uh, what you can and cannot say, the leftists are trying to relegate, relegate what us typicals are trying to say, what, you know, try, uh, what we, we can, can and cannot say. For example, You can't say certain words. Sometimes you can't say the word kill or shoot because it offends people. If you're at risk of offending people, anybody, you can't say certain words. Um, I'm being real, just what reality is, and other stuff. So I, I mean, this dude, Dr. Peterson, his wife had cancer at the same time that he and his kids had gotten sick. They were both ill. And during that time, he's been attacked by people, you know, for for, for for trying to help people. You know, those men that cannot get a date or girlfriend simply because women have way too many expectations and high standards. They want you to have 50 plus K a year. Bringing home 50000 a year or more than that. They want you to, they want their men to be six foot tall at the least. They want them to be fit or muscular. They want them to be confident, funny, humorous, able to take a joke, able to deal. And you know, and you see all this when you look at their. The criteria on these on these dating apps like Facebook dating or Match.com, or whatever, and I've even seen them, and, and so far they've been pretty typical from what I've seen. You know, you're able to filter how what you look for in a woman, anyway. But and other people have talked about this, and if you look at the 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 list of criteria, um, one person recently talked about this. Women have so many high standards, and no wonder you haven't gotten a date. Actually, I saw a video about this yesterday. Uh, there was this, there was this YouTuber and I and I don't, I don't, don't want to mention the video too much. We'll talk about the woman because I don't know everybody's name, but uh, basically, she had all these high standards. She had a whole list, of like twenty plus different high uh, standards, characteristics, and this person's like, well, no wonder you can't get a date because you have way too many expectations that. That pretty much 99 percent men are not going to meet half of those. You'd be lucky to find someone that can meet a third of them. For example, most men are unfit. A lot of people are, 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 are obese. And even if they don't, even if they go to the gym, they're not going to be six foot plus. So it's 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 just asinine what what this one woman was expecting. Uh, and I know a lot of these women are immature, but it's just the idea of it, it is, is like I said once again, asinine. Yeah. And and men don't know how to appeal appeal to women. They don't. We don't know how to. How, how can we hope to meet those standards? You know, I mean, of course I. Uh, I was walking out. I have a gym membership. I actually got to pay for it, but um, I'm, I'm, due, I'm due on my bill. But uh, when I do pay for it, I plan on going back. And I want to work on visible muscle development like my traps. And I want to you know, clean myself up and make myself look presentable to have a chance at getting a go. And that's the motivation. You know, who does it? you know, and women do that too. You know, they, they go to the gym to work on their glutes, to work on their back, to work on their forearms and their legs because they know that men look at those areas. We, we like big butts. We like, you know, big chests, We like model-like women with the curvaceous uh, form. So they work on those areas. They're trying to make themselves appeal to men. And men should do likewise. They should take care of themselves and make themselves look more muscular, masculine, or fit, not just skinny or too fat. People like Kevin Samuels, the late, the late Kevin Samuels. He died just last year. He would tell, he would tell men this: to go to the gym and walk out, to get a membership, and to comb your hair and take a shower and look, look presentable. Take care of yourself, because that's what women like. You know, if we want women to do that for us, they're going to want us to do it for them. And that just makes sense. That's just a partner agreement. Um. But it, what shocked me in this in this interview was that Dr. Jordan Peterson actually cried. I actually saw a tear come out of his white eye, went all the way down to his cheek, and he got emotional. And, and even Peels Morgan, the interviewer, he asked him, "When well, why did you get emotional?" And he said, "Because you're trying to do the right thing, and there's so many people attacking you." And if you don't know, um, actor and director Olivia Wilde, she made this movie called Don't Worry, Darling. And if you don't know what that movie is about, basically it's about this character portrayed by Florence Pugh. You know, she's also played in Black Widow um, as a, you know, Black Widow played by Scarlett Johansson, her younger sister, the the Russian one that we see. She plays a character. um, I don't know... The, the character is um Pew let me see she she plays the character Alice so Alice and Jack Chambers are a couple who live in Victory California and idolistic Company town in the late nineteen fifties and nineteen sixties, nineteen fifties, late nineteen fifties, early nineteen sixties. So this is what we like, probably nineteen fifty seven to nineteen fifty eight, maybe even nineteen fifty nine to nineteen sixty. Every day, the men leave for work at Victory Headquarters. That's where they walk, in the surrounding desert, at which their wives are discouraged from entering. In which, in the surrounding desert, in which the wives are discouraged from entering or even asking about their husband's walk. So, though, their wives are forbidden from asking them about the work. And, in matter of fact, let me just screen share. So, they're forbidden from entering the work, and they're from they are forbidden from entering the desert in, w- in which they walk, in which the hus- their husbands walk. The women enjoy luxuries such as, you know, air conditioning and cable TV and doing their hair and and being in the swimming pool and just big nice white picket white picket houses. Think about the 1950s now. Come on, think about you know uh, Elvis's you know, parents. The women enjoy luxuries and lounging while caring for their homes during the men's absence. I mean, this is – these are traditional housewives. Housewives. These are traditional women. For those traditional women, these are this is what feminists don't like. Women stand at home and tend to the house and never really question their husbands about their life and their jobs and all that. And Well, the, not their life, but their jobs. Um, so, Alice spends her days with other wives, including her, her best friend, Bunny. I believe Bunny was played by Olivia Wilde. Um, I could look at the cast list. Yep, Olivia Wilde as Bunny. Florence Pugh as Allison Chambers. Harry Styles as Jack Chambers. And for those of you who have, haven't seen it, you could you should watch it. You should check this movie out. It's actually a pretty good movie in itself, um, in my opinion. One resident, Margaret, has become an outcast after experiencing a mental breakdown and taking her son into the desert, resulting in his apparent death, although she claims victory took him from her and as punishment for breaking the rules. Now, you know, of course, some women that would break the traditional rules would be administered to the hospitals, to a sanatorium asylum in the 1950s. It's that history that feminists actually fought against. But the point of this movie is... This character, Alice, is not actually living in this world. This world is fake. It's a virtual reality. It's the whole it's an expansion on the idea of VR or virtual reality in that or argument or virtual reality period, in that you're asleep inside of a a mat- matrix. Think about the matrix. You are asleep, but you exist inside a whole new world, and you originally don't know you're there. Um, the game, the video game Saints Row the Fourth, Saints Row Four. Um, you can even download the put the Saints Row 4 inauguration actually goes in this too. This game, like basically, the character is stuck in the 1950s in a virtual reality after being captured by aliens. And of course, you go into the the Matrix-like environment to fight against the aliens, blah blah. blah. But ultimately, it 1st you you put into this reality, but in in this virtual reality, but as you break out of the system, you see that you've been captured by aliens, and it's very Matrix-like. I mean, everybody should know what the Matrix is. I mean, come on, a can of leaves? Don't, 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 you know. Anyway. Um So, yeah. She, she, she basically lives in this fake world, as you see. There was this character, I'm gonna keep reading it, at a party hosted by Victories Ignore ign- enigmatic ignomatic enigma enigma mysterious founder frank frank is played by chris pine from star trek as well as the uh, wonder world movies the the, the 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 wonder woman movies and recently dungeons and dragons honor among thieves which is he's very funny in that movie Frank, Alice, Alice, witnesses Margaret's husband attempt to give her medication after an outburst. So apparently she's she's still mentally, mentally ill and has to be administered medication to keep from exploding again. Alice and Jack then have sex in Frank's bedroom, but she notices Frank watching in secret. Now... People can say Frank is a creep. It kinda is in the movie, but the point of it is, is that Frank was actually inspired and made after Olivia Wilde had found out about Dr. Jordan Peterson. And I will go ahead and read down there type in Peterson's name. It says Jordan Peterson, first of all, this is his take, on loaning he inspired the character of Frank, rejected the characterization. He he doesn't like the character of Frank. Calling doctor calling Don't Worry Darling quote unquote the latest bit of propaganda disseminated that is spread word of mouth by the woke, self-righteous boys and bullies who now dominate Hollywood. And that and you see a lot of this wokeness in movies and it's it's destroying itself and people you know, anybody from Alan Ng and, and, and Chris Gore, they're both from a film threat. They hate wokeness in movies. They actually introduced me to wokeness. I didn't even know what woke, woke was. Um, I looked up the world. And if you don't know the world, there it is. Woke is an adjective derived from African American vernacular English. Wow. A-A-V-E. Meaning alert to... Racial prejudice and discrimination. Notice racial racial prejudice and discrimination. Beginning in the two thousand tens, it became it came to encompass a broader awareness of social inequalities such as sexism. So it's, it's expanded beyond racial issues. Anyway, people hate this. So, so he, Peterson said that. But here's what Olivia Wilde says. According to Wilde, the sinister character Frank was inspired by a psychologist uh, Jordan Peterson. Is a clinical psychologist as well as professor and an author. an author Jordan Peterson. There he is right there. He's a Canadian psychologist, author, and media commentator. Com- com- commentator. Need to receive attention. Views often described as conservative. And a lot of the cultural stuff is once again talking about, you know, gender equality and what gender is and mm-hmm. things like bit that that Ben Shapiro and uh, Matt Walsh talk about. You know, they're, they're all part of uh, the Daily Wire. Mm-hmm. Um, whom she described as pseudo intellectual hero to the incel community. Here's a definition of incel. This is basically people online that they can't find a date because of um, certain reasons. They want to have a, a sexual partner or a romantic sexual partner but they can't get one. And it goes from like resentment to whatever these words are, self-pity, self-loathing, basically blaming women, the fact that you can't get a date and and realistically, it's uh, you, it's hard to get a date because women have such high standards. And you know you got the casting. Shia LaBeouf was actually in the movie, but he got fired by Laverne Wilder for some reason. Uh, so basically, who it is? It's like, so Haley Styles actually replaced Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf was supposed to be, um, Allison's, Alice's husband. The husband was, uh I'm sorry, uh, Alice's husband, Jack, Jack Chambers, was supposed to be played by Shia LaBeouf, but he got replaced when Olivia fired him, and she replaced him with Harry Styles. I would love to see Shia LaBeouf at, 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 as um it an effect. Let me look up, type in Shia So Pew joined the cast, and blah blah blah. With Styles being added that September, replacing Shia LaBeouf after production had already begun. I know there was a particular reason why Shia LaBeouf was replaced. Well, I can't find it, but basically they, they had an argument. Um, supposedly Shia was having outburst and he couldn't control himself. He couldn't conduct himself in a well manner. Now that I, I hear this, I see this, and just how hard Peterson was, I'm thinking that maybe Olivia Wilde was the one reason why Shia was fired. And I don't think Shia would have me outposts as he as she should as, as she claimed he did. If he did it was probably overhauled. Maybe he maybe Shire saw how woke she was being woke, you know. Maybe he saw her as being authoritarian and kinda of like a Monka ish and he was and she was being um I guess how you would say well, discriminatory or whatever. I'm I'm not sure. Maybe maybe she was being maybe she was being anti masculine, maybe she was being a feminist, maybe she was playing displaying uh dislike for men or masculinity you know because all, all masculinity is toxic according to you know people like Ben Shapiro I'm not sure if it is you know but anyway Um. so yeah Frank was made by Olivia Wilde after discovering Dr. Jordan Peterson and you know when he cries in the movie that, that took me by shock I'm sorry in the interview in the interview with Piers Morgan he, he cries and that is towards the end And that shocked me. He talks about how you're trying to do good and there's people that attack you. And um, when he cries here, he notes that, you know, women have higher standards. Men don't know how to appeal to women. And and he, he even says people make their mistakes as they stumble uphill. As they stumble, as they go uphill, they make their mistakes. Because as you're trying to climb, you make mistakes. As you're trying to climb somewhere, aspire aspire to do something, aspire to be something, you make mistakes. Everybody does. And so, um, yeah, the scene that so, and, and destroys itself. So the movie itself, Don't Worry Darling, destroys itself. And that's funny. This right what here is funny. Step Stepford Wives Gone Wild using Olivia Wilde's last name And, and you can let uh, me me include these. I'm gonna include these in my notes here. Honestly. And I would if you include uh this this at least give you an idea what the movie is about. You can always watch the movie or do with it. Anyway, and this was last year. No. Anyway, um this talks more about the movie, about the movie's plot. You can read more about that as as I as I include the links in the description. But yeah, uh, the 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 drama explained in uh, Olivia interview with magazine, the interview set up when talking. Cast Mother Two. We base that character on this insane man, Jordan Peterson, who is this pseudo intellectual hero to the incel community. When talking about her cast, the world in a film, she shared Chris Chris's character was based on the six year old author. You know the incels? asked Maggie before explaining the tom. As they're basically disenfranchised, mostly white men who believe they are entitled to sex from women. Now, like I said, incels are amongst the internet community that they can't really get women despite desiring to. They, they want to have a romantic relationship with a partner, but they can't get that no matter how much they want. it. A member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually typically associated with views that are hostile towards women and men who are sexually active. So the hostile towards women in general, then the hostile towards sexually active men. These, these other men, these in sexually active men are hostile to actively se- sexually active men. Self-identified incels have used the internet to find anonymous support. I guess that makes me an incel because as you can see, my hair is definitely wacky and there's been times when I believe I couldn't find I couldn't ever get sex because you know women you know despite being attracted to them I could never get sex um, I could, but I could never attract a woman myself. Which, I kind of, kind of discover, I'm actually discovering is a lie, I can't, I can't, you I just have to try, you just have to, you know, do my, do your hair, walk out, look good, take the late Kevin Samuels' advice, basically, and if, and if, you know, you should go on YouTube and look for Kevin Samuels' advice, just type in Kevin Samuels' advice on men. Anyway, um, so doubling down in the comments, I thought you have, like I said... And they believe that society has now robbed them, that the idea of feminism is working against nature, which it is, mm-hmm. and that we must put back, we must be put back in the correct place, which women should. I mean, now I'm not saying women have to be like housewives, like in this movie, Don't Wear a doll Like they just stay at home and don't ever question their husbands about their job or, you know, anything like that. But women need to be women again. I mean... She further expressed, Jordan Peterson is someone who legitimizes legitimizes certain aspects of their movement because he's a former professor, he's an author, he wears a suit. So they feel like this is a real philosophy that should be taken seriously. Now, when when you hear her argument, her logic, this sounds like a child. This sounds like your typical female, your typical woman, complaining about a legitimate man, and this is a manly man. He's married. And, and somebody like this, um, like Olivia Wilde, she's she's thirty eight. She, she's thirty eight years old, complaining about somebody who's in his sixties, somebody who's just about almost twice her age. And why is she a director? Just It's is what she said. She, she thinks that he thinks that he's legit simply because he wears a suit. Because he's an author. Because he's a formal professor. Because he, he's making... He, this is this is how he, he... This is his job. She would say the same thing about Kevin Samuels, I bet. Because he did the same thing. He wore a suit. He wasn't a professor, but he wrote books. He was actually a, an image consultant. So he told people... He gave them advice, expert advice on how to be more presentable and how to make themselves appeal more for interviews and be look important and uh, and carry themselves in an important manner. Like, basically, believe that you are the center of attention. Believe you can achieve that manly like attention to where people will want to hire you. And also, same thing with women, like, if you want a woman to hire you or if you want a good high class woman or a good woman to hire you present yourself as as that type that you like you know do your hair comb your hair cut, cut it trim your beard wear a nice suit and he's not the only person to say that There's somebody else that would say that actually and I forgot his name but he gave some expert advice and this is all man to man advice um <laughs> Yet speaking to the National Post, the clinical psychologist said, now Chris in has a reputation as quite an attractive man. So that could be worse. The speaker folder said, I also hope that Chris Pond at least does the sartorial splendor of my very formal public wardrobe justice as he pulls me in the latest bit of propaganda disseminated by the woke, self-righteous boys and boys who now dominate Hollywood, I have to look up these words and what they mean, man, because I I don't find my system is a little slow due to screen sharing. Probably don't want to see all this, but uh. Uh, and Um. That's not really important right but now. But basically, uh, like I said, she's attacked. She's attacked him with this ideology, and that just makes it. This makes it worse. You know, he he's a he's he seems like he's a good man. He's on a good mission. He's not just trying to like he's not so much as actually trying, he's trying to get the world back on track along with Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh and even people like Brett Cooper, who she, she talks about multiple things, but she will, you know, come out with the, like a, a video about against wokeness. She'll talk about how there's only two genders. You can't pick your pronoun. You know, Matt Walsh would say like, if you can't pick your preposition, you can't pick your pronoun. He said somebody, he says something to somebody. He said, identify as a black lesbian what would you say and the person looked at him like crazy because this person was identifying as a a woman and he clearly was not a woman um and he even said you know he interviewed a woman that said you know he said she said well only a woman knows what what a woman is so and he said so only a cat knows what a cat is only a cat can tell you what a cat is You know, cats don't speak, but still, uh, um, only a black person know what a black person is. We all know what a cat is or a black person is. We don't have to. Truth is, everybody knows what a woman is. They just don't know how to give a, a, a dictatorial definition. And if you, look for, if you need a dictionary to actually give you a definition, open up a dictionary. You can download dictionary.com on your phone or go on the website. Try, try web store. I mean, I was doing that. Um... You you know I I love I love Florence Pugh I didn't know that that video would pop up that the ad but I love Florence Pugh I think she's beautiful um she would definitely be a woman I I would try to date if if um uh, if I was in school or something or college um, of course I know that. that that's impossible. And, and I'm not saying I have a crush on her, but uh this is, is women woman like that I am attracted to. But anyway, this this is a, is is a shocking and and if, if that he cried. But moving on, he he goes on to talk about compassionate narcissists which are people that, you know, once again, they try to get you to do something against your will by being kind. They try to make it seem like you could be imposing on somebody's rights. You could be offending somebody by saying the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And a fascist is as much preferred by Dr. Jordan Peterson, because at least a fascist will say it to your face, they'll try to stop you. They won't try to make it look subtle or kind or whatever. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it's it's very, it's very, uh, I really don't know what to say about it, so let me, let me share my screen of the video and play some of the video. Welcome back to this special edition of Piers Morgan Uncensored, and one-on-one with Dr. Jordan Peterson. So a weird thing happened uh, about two weeks ago. I was on Instagram and suddenly I popped this picture, and it was you with a friend of mine, Cristiano Ronaldo, the, the football genius, the greatest player to ever been. What were you doing with Cristiano? Why were you, why were you, were you the, the Ted Lasso? Envision a path forward out of your misery, let's say, to somewhere better, what would that look like? And it's not a question people ask themselves with enough depth. And then having developed that vision, what are the strategies that might be put in place to make that more likely? And again, not in a manipulative way, but if you had to conduct yourself in a proper manner to bring about this desirable end, or at least to move towards to it, how would, you, how would you organize your behavior when when someone like this So, you know... Um, Basically, he's just a thing. Those are the things that he says. But I want to get to the point where he says about there's a there's a certain there's a certain uh, time when um the interviewer uh, and I keep looking at my notes because I'm trying to remember the names. Um, Pierce Morgan. He says his favorite line in Walkie was that how Walkie says life is about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. about how you can keep getting back up and uh, i wanted to find that because here it is and i want to screen share this real quick i don't know how it's going to be about copyrights but uh Kids, I mean, young adults really, and then into their 20s, trying to form their way through life. One of my favorite movie clips is Rocky Balboa. It's probably the non intellectual version of Jordan Peterson in many ways. Because he said this to his son, who was getting a bit spoiled and entitled and moaning about being Rocky Summers And he says this to him Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth but you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. You're better than that. I love that Yeah. good. What do you think of it? Well, that ethos was what lifted up Sylvester Stallone to start up very rapidly in his first movie. And what do I think about that? I think that young people are literally... so there you have it um there's his favorite quote um and what he meant was that there's just a lot of men out there a lot of people that they don't know how to approach life you know they don't know how to approach dealing dealing with the stress of, of trying to move uphill and, and the reason why i played that is because this this relates to jordan peterson crying and saying his quote he says People make people make mis- they people make their mistakes as they stumble uphill, and that goes back to like life is about how hard you can get hurt, get hit, and keep moving forward as you, you know as you go uphill. So you know, combining the two quotes, that's just common sense. And and uh, and he's trying to do good, and yet he's being attacked by people like Olivia Wilde, you know, who's made a character based on him. He's, you know. Uh, character frank is based on jordan peterson so and i wonder what chris pine had to say about that i never i haven't looked that up but um that would be interesting to see did you know that you could get anyway um so let me know what you think in the comments uh I would love to show exactly that he, uh, the whole crying thing because that would be actually realism. But you can, I will include the link to the description so that you can watch this interview. Um, I'm not going to show you where he cries. I, I was, I thought about it, but then I thought, you know, just for the length of this for the length of this video that I wouldn't do it. I would just include the link in the description as well as other links to the resources I used, especially pertaining to uh, the movie "Don't Worry, Darling" and Olivia Wilde making the character Frank based on Jordan Peterson. Now, once again, you know, let, let me know what you think in the comments, like, and subscribe and stay tuned for more.